But yet another think tank close to Trump is working on plans to make that happen if he returns to the White House. Politico obtained documents showing that according to the Center for Renewing America, led by a right-wing extremist named Russell Vought, Trump's former OMB director, Christian nationalism is a top priority, along with invoking the Insurrection Act on day one to quash protests and refusing to spend authorized congressional funds on unwanted projects. Thanks to reporting from Politico, The New York Times and Axios, we now know that CRA and Project 25 have a long list of plans for America on day one of a second Trump administration, including mass deportations, shooting migrants at the border, full immunity for police to kill at will, gutting the EPA, terminating the Constitution, bombing Mexico, exiting NATO, banning Muslims from entering the country, imposing ideological screenings for immigrants, revoking student visas of those who protest on college campuses against Israel. He also wants to dismantle the Department of Education, enforce Florida-style patriotic education in our schools, end federal funding of any schools that mention so-called critical race theory, gender ideology, or what people like Stephen Miller determined to be inappropriate racial, sexual, or political content. They intend to force children to learn about their version of the nuclear family, including the roles of mothers and fathers and things that make men and women different and unique. That's what our kids will learn in Trump's Christian nationalist public schools, while corporations and America's wealthiest men, like Jamie Dimon, Elon Musk, and every other rich celebrity supporting Trump, get yet another yet another giant tax cut. Or maybe they just cease to pay any taxes at all. And I didn't even get to the national abortion ban Trump is planning and the further plans of the right-wing majority on the Supreme Court. The point is, this is not a religious movement. This is a movement, a political movement. It's a movement for power. And if you yeah. are under the guise that what you're doing is because you believe this is God's will, and these are your thoughts, then it gives you permission. It gives you the right to, and it motivates you to do anything you want because you're doing it supposedly in God's name. And it anything up to and including violence. And we saw that happen on January 6th. So uh, this, make no mistake, this is not a religious movement. This is a political movement that is, is after sheer power. And, and that's the fear that we have this, they have a mouthpiece, and he is going to he's going to ride this. He's going to try to ride yeah. this all over the White House. And the thing is, they're doing it for very pecuniary, the, the, the sort of most base reason, Eugene, money. They, they're doing it because they know if he gets back in there, they'll probably never have to pay taxes again. Let's talk about Russell Vought. He's currently cited as a potential chief of staff in a, in a second Trump White House. He's the president of something called the Center for Renewing America, a think tank, a leading group in a conservative consortium preparing for a second Trump term. He's embraced the idea that he says Christians are under assault. He's spoken of policies that he might pursue in response. The things that they want to do are to essentially strip women of all of their personal rights and do what Mr. Millet has done in Argentina, where his economic proposals um, include essentially turning uh, it into the sort of ultra capitalist state, um, helping particularly young men. Um, he's made abortion illegal. And once he's vowed to overturn abortion legality. So essentially, we're going to sort of go down the road of Argentina, including making this a Christian nationalist state.
That's the yeah. plan. We don't want to do that. We, we really don't want to do that. I lived in Argentina. We, you know, I, I, I love Argentina, the people and everything, but we don't, we don't want to follow them in terms of government and, and how they arrange their government. You know, Vaut uh, wants to make, uh, he wants to give Christian nationalism an image makeover and make it like a bright and sunny and good thing. Um, and, and you know, oh, the Constitution, it doesn't really say separation of church and state, uh, according to him. Um, that that piece, uh, the political piece, I believe, uh, about his plans is really frightening. And one of the most frightening things is that uh, apparent plans to bring back one of Trump's worst appointees, Michael Flynn, who pops mm-hmm. up in that story later on. Uh, and he's, you know, he's become a Christian nationalist nut. I guess he always was, or he has been for a long time. Um, I, this is, I'll tell you, this is extreme. Uh, and it is, um, it's not irreversible, but it. this is really terrible um, for the for the country. And as Stephen said, the Republican Party is fine with this, and it's not only allowing it, but is aiding it and, and abetting it and pushing it forward um, in a very deliberate way. And now we have a Speaker of the House who is an avowed Christian nationalist. He even says that the uh, the teachings of the Bible and what he believes, that whatever he believes God's will is, uh, overtakes the Constitution and that all decisions have to be made based on his thinking. So we have this now in uh, inculcated in our government and Donald Trump is more than happy to be their mouthpiece. This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bann. It's Wednesday, 21 February, year of our Lord, 2024. It's CPAC week. Uh, we start today with our, our, our pregame, uh, the Force Multiplier Academy. Uh, which we're still putting together. You guys, will, we're going to have a lot of fun today. So just bear with us as we kind of call a ton of audibles right there. That is a primal scream from MSNBC. I want to really thank the team in Denver, my own production team, doing a perfect cuts there. Joy Ann Reed last night, as we mentioned yesterday about the political article, our own Russ vote was the, uh, was the lead. Uh, and then Joy Ann Reed took it last night, had a full and complete total meltdown. Um, and she had Eugene Robinson on as her backup, and of course Ari uh, Melber on Monday had um, had um, Rob Reiner with his new film God and Country. Um, we've got Russ here. Russ, uh, are you your? I guess your idea is to create kind of uh, Handmaid's Tale and in uh, in Cromwell's uh, you know Cromwell's Puritan movement all in the United States at the same time. Uh, that punch list she went to. 
went through is pretty uh, is is pretty interesting. Is is there any reality to uh, their overreaction and meltdown on all this, sir? No, they're just trying to scare Christians across the country from being engaged in the political process. And it, this is actually part of a a hundred year strategy, and it's to level accusations on any particular regime priority, whether that's uh, uh, you know having a a a, a rule of law that considers all of us on the basis of being made in the image of God. Uh, they call us bigots for believing that. They call us racists for believing that. And now in this area, they want us, if you're a Christian, they want to call you a Christian nationalist. And, and all we're saying, all I'm saying is that we were meant to be a Christian nation. We should be a Christian nation. We should provide religious liberty for everyone in this country to practice their faith but that the, the Constitution, the system doesn't work. Western civilization does not work without the underpinnings of a Judeo-Christian worldview that is the bedrock for all of our laws. So it is not unnatural for Christians to be a part of the, the political sphere, the public square, and to say, this is what I believe. This is the bedrock for which I believe it, and to be, have it reflected in our laws, in just policies, in healthy communities. And that's one of the reasons we sent the Center for Renewing up, because we, we looked at the last 40 years of our, our country, even on the conservative right, and said, you know what, we are godless. Uh, we are largely secular. We think that the economy alone should be the decider of all of decisions. And that ultimately is not an inspiring uh, worldview to rally the country to. That's how we have lost our country is when the right, the people who believe in God, the belief that people who, that God is the measure of all things and not man is the measure of all things, which is really the continental divide between right and left. When you have the right unwilling to articulate what it means to be a nation under God, that is a corrective that you have to emphasize a little bit, even if it gets you called names. So we are, you know, yesterday was a light press day. Uh, we're, we're locked in the saddle and ready to go. Uh, but this is ultimately one that's going to boomerang on the left because I, I know the people in the pews. They have felt uh, attacked not only by the left, but their own theologians and their own elites. Many of the times they've been pastors, folks are saying, run, 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 uh, privatize your faith. No, go into the public sphere, go into this, the public square with with love for your community and your nation and do your best to have the laws reflect what we know to be true. And the execution of the laws. I mean, this is why they're in a, a meltdown right now, because they understand they're losing and they're losing badly. They've turned over their face cards. That's why I keep saying the big steal in 2020 was providential, because you saw exactly what they stand for and exactly what they will do uh, to this nation. I want to go back. And this is the um, this is why Russ vote is such a extraordinary individual. He was OMB. First, he was deputy, and then he was OMB under President Trump. I could call Russ at any time and say, hey, ask some arcane question. You need to. Russ would say, give me a few minutes. He'd be there in your office in 10 minutes with a detailed to the fifth decimal place answer. He knows the details of actually how the government runs and what the administrative state has done to hijack your government. But he's also a guy who can put it and can frame it. Go, I want to go back for a second because they keep saying, you say a Judeo-Christian worldview and that that is the bedrock of this republic. 
um, it, it, they would say, well, hold it, hang on, hang on. That's Russ Vogt and, and Bannon and all these guys, these traditional Catholics, evangelical Christians, and, and they are as Old Testament as they are New Testament. But the Enlightenment, our founders went through the Enlightenment, and, uh, and they wanted to throw off all that uh, excess baggage of the Judeo-Christian West. Your answer, sir. It's not true, and it's a misreading of history. Uh, they have they set up a constitutional system on the basis of a Judeo-Christian worldview. They were pulling from the ancients. They were pulling from Western civilization, and they always expected. And there's you go back and find numerous quotes from our founders, from George Washington, and others, John Adams, who said, "Look, this system doesn't work if men is ruled by their appetites." You have to have some orientations towards the God who exists, who has made us in his image. We don't have rights apart from being created image in the image of God. If we don't have those rights that, that flow from a creator, it's all on the basis of what government can, rights can dispense to you. And then you have, no, you have no security, quite frankly, as individuals, as human beings against totalitarianism. So, look, this, is, this, this at times can seem a little theoretical, but it's not. This is what our, our founders have cared deeply to come here to establish our country, to set up the system that we have loved and cherished and are fighting for on an ongoing basis against what I call the woke and weaponized regime that is going to throw everything they've got us at us. And the, the only solution is to pin your ear backs and keep going forward in the midst of that hostility. Do you see anybody on our side that has these beliefs and, and, and feels that the republic is in the balance right here with uh, and, and, and with President Trump's uh, tremendous comeback here from having it stolen to get his third win in second term? Anybody, you know, going to back down on this? No, I, I think, you know, I, I've seen I've taken the measure of the people and communities. Uh, you know, we have a grassroots arm of long history and grassroots uh, activism. And all that is, is just concerned citizen statesmanship at the local level. And I've seen this for a decade. And what you're seeing now, and honestly, this is, I think, the best answer to your question, Steve, is the the elite community is catching up with where the people is. Uh, it's a part of your show. It's a part of new think tanks, new policy organizations like mine and others. You, you're seeing um, Heritage Foundation gravitate to to these truths. Yep. So you're seeing wonderful things across the country in the leadership of the conservative movement. And that is why they are so uh, opposed to what we're doing is because they used to have the controlled opposition. And the only thing we've <laughs> yeah. got to do is get it hang, into the halls hang, of hang, hang on one second. We're- As we head toward a presidential election in November, one thing you can be sure of, 2024 will be a tumultuous year like no other. How will your hard-earned savings fare during this year? You're already seeing the impacts of inflation at the pump, the grocery store. The dollar continues to lose buying power quicker than your wages can increase. How are you protecting your savings? Consider diversifying with gold from Birch Gold Group. For decades, gold has been the choice of investors and central banks to hedge against inflation. Now you can own it in a tax-sheltered IRA with the help of Birch Gold. Just text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Birch Gold will send you a free info kit on gold. They'll help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold. And the best part? 
you don't have to pay a penny out of pocket. With an A-plus rating, with the Better Business Bureau, thousands of satisfied customers, you can trust Birch Gold. Text Bannon to 989898 to claim your free info kit. That's Bannon to 989898. And secure your savings now. Take action. Text Bannon at 989898. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. So, Russ, folks, with Russ, uh, even about uh, CPAC, um, and we're going to match slap on here at the bottom, there was a, uh, a piece out. I think it was Henry Olson who's written a bunch of books on populism uh, on the conservative side. But he's talking about CPAC, and it gets to your thing of controlled opposition. He says, hey, CPAC's been taken over by all these populist, uh, nationalist, the MAGA movement. It's all Trump. Uh, you got all these Christian nationalists and that you're, you, we've lost. It used to be Reagan fusionists, libertarians. But now you've just got this whole populist nationalist, uh, not even conservatives, just right wing. What, and he, they started listing guys that weren't coming anymore, like Grover Norquist, <laughs> Grover Norquist, who said, hey, CPAC's over. I don't go. That was their big example of someone that, that we're going to miss. Your, your assessment of that tied into the controlled opposition part. I, I think that you're, you have the emergence of voices largely in 26 with Donald Trump that uh, attested to the views of the country, the conservative movement, but really independence in a much bigger slice uh, of the country than just a, a slim majority that had long had these concerns that, you know, we're too secular, we're too global, we're too imperialistic, we're too economic. And I remember, you know, working in, in the conservative movement and you'd have grassroots conservatives would say, hey, you know, we, we're a little concerned about the levels of immigration in this country. Um, you know, we don't want Afghan refugees coming to this country or uh, refugees from Muslim countries that we don't have the vetting process to be able to 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 deal with them. And, and you would get the kind of answers that an economist would give, which is, you know, no problem, nothing to see here. Everything helps the economy. And that large that version of conservatism largely has gone away in the in the aftermath of President Trump. And now what you're seeing is not just that being a good thing, but institutions rising up to take these these viewpoints to the logical extension and give the country a version of conservatism that's actually fairly old and one that has been been in abeyance for 40, 50 years in the aftermath of World War II. That's a good thing. And what we need is more political leaders who get elected to lean into these principles and these ideas. And that's one of the things that we try to do to help them at Center for Renewing America. Actually, you were at the forefront of this fight uh, over this past weekend on the Ukraine situation, particularly that, hey, you had the border bill was not good enough, didn't have Remain in Mexico. It was a joke. It was a processing bill. But then you stood up and fought against the Ukraine situation just solely. Today, uh, Axios, um, their lead story, I think, early this morning was about how coming out of the strategy meeting, I guess in Palm Beach in Miami over the last couple of days, that the word among leadership is that Johnson understands now that we're probably going to shut down the government on the evening of March 1st and take it through March 8th or some period of time to try to force concessions on the border. Are you that that is kind of a bolt, uh, you know, a jolt of adrenaline, adrenaline to this audience uh, if, if he's prepared to man up and to force Biden to the table. 
you've been in this town a long time and, and you know the part of uh, of information war and laying out what someone's going to do. Are, are you buying the Axios story? Do you buy that leadership's actually thinking of actually forcing the shutdown of the government on the first to force concessions from the Biden regime? No, I believe this is disinformation, Steve. Um, this is what you put out when you might want a little bit of negotiating space with Democrats who who are just basically saying no to everything you've said and or uh, trying to spook again your own conference into being totally opposed and living in night terrors from the thought of a government shutdown and, and putting pressure on you to uh, provide the space to be able to cut a bad deal on an omnibus bill or a, or a bad CR. So that's what I think is going on. Hope springs eternal. And if they decide to go to the ramparts, we'll be right there with them to make sure that they use this leverage point because it's one of the last ones that we have going into the election. Let's talk about that leverage. But I, I might add that Axios's next story was that where how Democrats are going to come to the aid of Speaker Johnson in case uh, in case what they refer to as the far right makes a makes a move on him. Uh, as you see the battle space right now, w- what would be your guidance to Speaker Johnson as we roll? They're going to come back with just a couple of days to go. Of course, no additional. I don't think a single subject appropriations bills have been spent. I don't know if the Senate's done much work at all. So we're, we're clearly going to have a cathartic moment around the first. What would be your recommendation to him? My recommendation would be lean into the conflict, the leverage point. You have an opportunity to take the debate to the country to a new level. You've been you've been at the edges of it. Your members have been at the edge with the appropriations process. But this regime is woke and it's weaponized. It every bureaucrat is 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 has is takes a set of policies and they're not just trying to create big government. They're trying to divide the country on the basis of race and identity, and they're trying to be weaponized, uh, the, the levers and the policies of government against half the country, uh, most of the, of the individuals who, who vote Republican, but a larger amount for those that are concerned about what they're seeing in this country. So you have a chance to take that and make that a national debate. You, the only way to do that is to seize this leverage point and is insist on a massive reduction to that actual bureaucracy, they have an opportunity to do that. Uh, they need to they need to force that debate as opposed to just letting the appropriators, the old bulls, write whatever bills they want to and and fiddling at the edges. But uh, that's what we've been calling for, and you know that that's the hope that that uh, we might have if uh, the leadership team down in Miami wouldn't be so afraid of conflict. As you see it right now, you're obviously very close to President Trump. Uh, the MAGA's ascendant right now, in fact, New York Times had a brilliant piece, lead story yesterday on CPI, which I know you guys are affiliated with, um, with Center for uh, for um, uh, the Priorities, with Jim uh, DeMint of South Carolina, a great team he's put together. As you see this movement ascended, as you see intellectual leadership, the torch starting to be passed, and and, and People like uh, Brother Sharma over American Moment, all these young people coming to this, staffers coming. Um, What's your sense right now with this lawless um, lawfare, the breaking of rule of law against President Trump? What's your assessment of where we stand as we use CPAC now to drive towards uh, a massive victory in the House, Senate, governorships, state legislatures, and, of course, obviously the most important, 
the presidency? What's your what's your assessment? You know, I'm zooming out on this question. You know, I think from a standpoint of getting people to lean into the fight and realize it's not going to go away, you can't avoid the lawfare and save your country. So you have to be prepared institutionally to handle it. And President Trump is 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 handling it for him. Uh, CPI is 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 helping start organizations and institutions and has come on and hired Mark Meadows, who's the subject of his own uh, uh, legal issues unfairly. And of course, we have the great Jeff Clark, America's lawyer, you know, and, and he got fired from his job because the Democrats unfairly went after him because he cared about voter integrity. They went after him, quite frankly, because he has a world class legal mind and he thinks as if he's one of the community like the rest of us. And so that makes him particularly dangerous to the left. We came along beside him institutionally and said, look, we're not going to let him cancel you. But that takes great risk. And there are other people out there that we need to come along beside. And, and I am, I want to make sure we have institutions that can handle all of the, the individuals that they attempt to cancel us with because they have corporate America. They have these law firms that you don't have to be credentialed or to actually know anything about the law. Look at Fannie Willis, right? How did she get credentialed? Right. Our side has to build nonprofit institutions. CPI has helped doing that. Center for Renewing America is doing that. Others are out there. That's where the action is on the right. And we've got to continue to build that. That doesn't stop with a presidential race that's won in, in, in our favor. It has to come along and really buttress and renew any of the old organizations that have been here uh, since the 1970s. But we need these types of strong institutional uh, presences. And that's what is, you know, we, we feel is, is vital to be able to save the country, not just immediate impact, but long-term victory. Russ, where do people go? I want them to immerse themselves over at your site today to get a feel for this. Uh, where do folks go? AmericaRenewing.com. We have a brand new website. We've put a number of these foundational documents about our vision. If you're just now new to us, you thought you were coming from the spending and, and you're wondering where where did this understanding of conservatism come from that you all have? Go to our about page and, and, and learn the story of why we created CRA. And of course, you can find me on all the channels at, at Russ Vote. And we want Joy Ann Reed's producers and Rob Reiner's uh, assistants to go over there and spend good time today. Learn something. Russ Vote, thank you. And thank you for, uh, for being one of the leaders in this fight. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate you. Russ, uh, Russ is one of the, uh, not just smartest, but one of the toughest guys I've met. Also, a victory yesterday. We were trying to get him in the second half, uh, second part of the hour. Sabatini, uh, word has, I'm looking at a tweet that they've temporarily delayed this bill down in Florida that was really targeted to Gates and other people to have runoffs. That's been temporarily delayed today at this committee hearing. It means it's probably not going to get done in this session. We'll get more on that later. But that is 100% this audience lighting people up. Uh, so I want to make sure everybody gets uh, kudos there. We're in posse on point last night. Um, Birchgold.com, turbulent times. You're going to get more turbulent. President Trump had a tremendous success last night in South Carolina. I think over $6 million raised um, among some of the most um, prominent people in that state probably leading into this this uh, blowout win on Saturday. But uh, Nikki Haley said she's not going to quit. She's raising money, too. She's going to go through at least Super Tuesday and beyond. 
So we have turbulence, turbulence, turbulence. Make sure you go to birchgold.com. Philip Patrick, and Philip's going to be with us at CPAC. You get to meet him in person. You can ask him then after you go to the site, birchgold.com slash Bannon, why gold has been a hedge for 5,000 years of man's history. Ask him. He'll give you an answer. Then go think about it. You're free men and free women. Back in a moment. Beware, when's the last time you checked your home title? Never, right? Cybercriminals may have already forged your name off your home's title. His name is on your home's title. He's going to take out loans using your equity. You won't know until foreclosure notices show up for unpaid home loans he took out on your house. Now, I rely on Home Title Lock to protect my home's title. The instant they detect activity, they mobilize to shut it down. Let me repeat that. The instant they detect activity, they mobilize to shut it down. Question, has some criminal taken over your title? Find out for free when you sign up. Code Bannon at sign up. You'll get a free comprehensive scan of your title and 30 days of legendary Home Title Lock protection. Let me repeat that. You get a free comprehensive scan and 30 days of legendary home title lock protection. This is all free. Go to home title lock, hometitlelock.com. That's hometitlelock.com and put in promo code Bannon. That's hometitlelock.com and put in promo code Bannon. Take action today. Take the angst of this off of, uh, off of your plate. Don't let these cyber bandits, these cyber thugs, coupled with artificial intelligence, Mess with your home equity. Action, action, action. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, um, this Christian nationalism thing is going to be a big deal, and here's why. That, that is their line of attack. They, they um, understood that this uh, Trump going to end democracy hasn't played, and that's a collapsed. So they got to do something else. Domestic terrorism extremist, um, you know, because people, your neighbors see what's going on. So that's not resonating. They've already said that Biden, the regime is going to use the state of the union to quote unquote, reset his campaign. Uh, but one line of attack you can see, and this is coming out of Rob Reiner's movie, which is, you know, the, the Politico story, the New York times story, they had New York times lead story in CPI of which, uh, the center for renewing America is part of, they had, um, they had the lead political story about Russ Vote being this crazed Christian nationalist that's going to try to recreate uh, Handmaid's Tale. Uh, and then you had Rob, the release of Rob Reiner's movie. These are not coincidences that they're coming after us with um, information warfare that only makes us stronger. As every Remember, everything else they've said from the vaccines to the election, it all craters to J6. It all falls apart. The lawfare against President Trump. So one of the reasons that CPAC is uh, so important this year, the theme is where globalism gl- goes to die. Uh, maybe also match lap when I'm hearing because uh, people's heads are blowing up. Not just um, not just globalism gl- goes to die, but maybe uh, journalists who are actually information warfare participants, right uh, on the left. Maybe maybe their maybe their access goes to die also, sir, from what I'm hearing this morning. Yeah. Well, you know, we got to get smarter. Um, we have people that run around and say they're journalists. And if you look at their feeds, 100 percent of their stories are let's get what Republican, what conservative, 
as you said, who can we mischaracterize who loves America and let's go get them and let's make trumped up charges on them from anonymous sources. And Russ has uh, Russ Vogt, who's a hero uh, of mine and many uh, has had to deal with this. And everyone who does anything that's worthwhile has to deal with this. You have to deal with it probably more than anyone or because that would be Donald Trump who deals with it more than anyone. So this tactic they're using against Trump is intergalactic, but they're using similar tactics against all of us. So CPAC has a new rule. If you're a propagandist, you can buy a ticket uh, like everyone else, but it, you're not in the media. And we're not going to credential you by saying you're in the media. Now, there's plenty of left-wing people who are in the media who actually, you know, at least 20% of the time or 25% of the time, they'll take on Menendez or they'll say Biden's too old or, you know, they at least have some coverage that you could say, okay, there's some journalism there. But as we know, what's happened to these uh, corporate media entities is they're 100%, if you listen to MSNBC, it's 100% anti-Trump anti-America, anti-conservative, every moment of every day. They never have any kind of honest treatment of anything. And they run anybody off from the station who used to be at least somewhat honest some of the time, like Chris Matthews and such. So, you know, let's get real. Let's not credential them anymore. And we're not going to do it. Um, they had, I think it was Henry Olson. I think it was in the Washington Post. They had a piece that um, CPAC is irrelevant now or lost its relevance because you look at it, it's all these populist national speakers. They're all <laughs> MAGA or MAGA affiliated. They're all you like you've got the vice president's poll uh, coming up and, and virtually all the VP candidates you've got speaking, which I think are all of them, uh, are, are, are all MAGA or all populist nationalists and that you've lost the Reagan fusionist and the libertarians. And I think pe and even Grover Norquist said you know, CPAC is is over. It's not it's not as relevant anymore because it's just gone full MAGA. It's full populist right. nationalist. Uh, and you you were brought in, and we were one of the drivers of that when I was at Breitbart to get you in there because yeah. the thing had gotten so it was it was let's be blunt. It was just a lobbyist. It was pay to play by lobbyists, right. and it gotten just it it gotten ridiculous. And you came in to to turn it around. Walk through. What's your response to Henry Olson? Because Henry's a pretty smart guy. What's your response to him? You know, as I said to someone who called me on this the other day, bless their hearts. Um, I'm sorry that Grover Norquist isn't quite the power that he used to be and his dinners aren't as quite as impactful as they used to be because they could never kind of get comfortable with this idea that things were changing. You know, there are – I love Reagan. Reagan's one of my heroes. But there are Reagan people that believe that we got to run all the plays we ran in the 1980s same order. And if we do that, we're going to lose. Uh, just like all successful head coaches or CEOs or leaders, you got to read the current battlefield and you better come up with new strategies. And we haven't done a very good job of doing that. And one of the things, Steve, you helped us with is to kind of shuck CPAC's old way of doing things and listen to people and try to make it relevant. It's why we're going to get more media attention over the course of these four days than any of the venerable institutions in our society, all those award sh shows, all those sporting events, we will get more attention here. We'll get attention from both the left and the right. Some of the, some people on the right will try to destroy us. Some people, everyone on the left will try to destroy us. But no one can deny this is where everything goes down. All these vice presidential contenders are here. Donald Trump's here, even though it's the same day, same weekend as the South Carolina primary. You're going to be here. The people we listen to and get our information from are all going to be here. And you just can't deny its impact. Now, I know some people on the right don't like me and have criticisms. And what I've come to realize over time is – 
you know, I read it, I listen to it. If they're right, we try to adjust. If they're not right, I just go faster and try to move beyond them. You know, I'm not doing anything. This isn't because I've kind of like had my own way of doing it. It's because I listen to people. And that's what that's why Donald Trump is a successful politician. He asks more questions than he gives answers. He always wants to know what people think. And we're trying to run CPAC this way as well. And by the way, as far as I'm concerned, it kind of took one to knew to know one. Um, I've lived in the swamp. I've operated with these corporations. I know how the town works. I know how it works better than anyone. And I kind of got disgusted about how it worked over time. And I realized I thought the system could be used for good. It cannot be. It must be destroyed. It must be changed. And so I'm proud of the fact that we've kind of extended a middle finger to all these people who used to consider me their friend. I know you have some former friends like that, too. And uh, if we're going to save this country, it's not going to be because we do good cocktail parties in Washington, D.C. Let's just rid ourselves of that notion. Yeah, that's why you got me around, uh, Matt, because I'm so beloved on certain areas of the race. Take uh, shield you from all that. Um, <laughs> I want to yeah, talk I about the scene. I need your brother. Because... Do the tackling. <laughs> exactly. So the siege you've been uh, planning internationally is going to pay off. We kick off CPAC. I mean, we've got a pregame today, which people can still go go to War Room. Uh, go to cpac.org slash war room, still get your tickets, you still get the CPAC, then go over to War Room and sign up with Grace under events, warroom.org under events. We still got some room to get folks in. But and then tonight you got this international panel, international yep. reception. Uh and then you've got heads of state coming, more heads of state I think than yep. you've ever had. Prominent looking at the populist movement, the nationalist movement throughout the world, and you've got some major players coming. Plus, and I, I want to make sure people understand this. President Trump does not return to the Capitol very often. This is like a big deal in the middle of a uh, of a primary in South Carolina for him to return to the Capitol to make a speech. And I think that speech is going to lay out exactly how we drive home to victory in November. So walk us through just the, the, the palette of which uh, people that come to CPAC, because the most important thing I can tell you, we've had an overwhelming response from the posse. So tons of grassroots folks and grassroots leaders are coming uh, what is the next couple of days going to entail? Well, let me just say first, I think this is the beginning of the general election. The, the President Trump's speak, speech at CPAC, I believe, is when the gun goes off and we're all focused on the general election. We are unified. Yes, I know Nikki Haley's still out there being a dead ender, but we're unified. The vast majority, over 90 percent of Republicans are unified. And it's not, you know, as you know, the elephant only goes so far, Steve, you and I figured that out a long time ago. You got to get the independents. You got to get the populists. You got to get MAGA. You got to get, it's a coalition now. It's no longer a party. It's a coalition. And all these old timers who think it's just about the elephant, they're going to keep failing. The elephant only goes so far. It's important, but it only goes so far. Matter of fact, there are more conservatives in this country than there are uh, Republicans. And if you add conservatives and those who use terms like populist and MAGA, it's a big coalition. Matter of fact, it's a majority, which is why they have to cheat so much because that's the only way they can win. And that's why I have to shame us so much, because it's the only way they can get us to shut up and be scared is when they use those tactics. And, and we're going to talk about this at CPAC. And I think the international part is critical because, Steve, it's not just happening here in America, which is clearly the most important country in the world in so many ways, but it's happening in these other countries. We have President Bukele coming from El Salvador. He faces similar kind of left-wing attacks. We have uh, Javier Malay coming from Argentina, the president of Argentina. Um, he's facing similar attacks. We've had Viktor Orban come. We've had Prime Minister Maloney of Italy come twice. Um, 
They come because they realize they want Americans to realize that there is a global effort by globalists to destroy human freedom. It's that simple. It's a coup. It's a minority. It's well-funded. We better stop it this year as we're not going to recognize our lives going forward. Uh, Matt, where do people go if they still want to attend? Uh, you no, know, you got to bounce. I appreciate you and Mercedes taking so much time uh, to help us with what we're doing today and all the other things we're doing while we're there. The audience couldn't be more pumped up. Where do people go if they still want to attend? I'd say thank you to Rav and thank you to War Room. You guys have been great talking about how important this event is. Go to CPAC.org. I will tell you, tickets are selling like hotcakes. It is going to be a very, very full place. So if you want to be here, which you should be, this is going to be history. Better get on that website soon because uh, we're about ready to come to the close and uh, have a packed house and tell our president that we need four more years. Do you mind if I, I, I give a particular shout out to HuffPo, Washington Po, others that may be on the cut list? Then go to War Room. Danny then Bees. go to CPAC.org slash War Room. Yeah. You get a 95 bucks. We still get you in for 95 bucks. Buy a ticket. ticket. It wouldn't be ironic if Washington ticket. Post has to go to War Room uh, to get the special cut rate to come hey, to CPAC. I'm going to enjoy special. that. Jeff Bezos, Bezos is not going to lose 300. Sponsor. He's not going to. <laughs> he's, he's not going to lose $300 million this year. They're going to cut it. Matt Schlapp, uh, social media, where do people get? That comes in a little spicy now and again. Where do they go? At M. Schlapp. And, uh, you know, you can watch uh, CPAC on a variety of forms. I assume your best form is going to be on RAV. But uh, you're, you're, uh, make sure you, if you can't get here that you live stream it. We're going to be live streaming like crazy. In fact, I think we're going to try to live stream today. Matt Schlapp, thank you. See you in a little while. Okay, thanks, Steve. Fantastic. This one's going to be special. President Trump's uh, returning. Um, as you can imagine, it's going to be a very big deal. Everybody, it's just going to be wall to wall. The show, we're going to be doing four hours live every day. So in all audience participation. In fact, I think uh, the great team at Real America's Voice may even have a set up after Jack. Pasova. I think Posa is going to try to do the two o'clock show live. I think we're going to try to be there for the five. Although I do have to be on a panel, I think, today of the international so we'll see it. We're going to work it all out. We're going to hang loose. Remember, flexibility is the key in a CPAC. You're going to be actually immersed. A couple of things you can see with the turbulence. Um, My Patriot Supply, we're very proud. And Joe Reek's going to join us. A number of our sponsors are actually going to join us at CPAC. want to make sure people can meet them in the flash. We get tremendous feedback. We took Joe uh, was one of the guys that went to East Palestine with us when we went out there um, and gave, uh, I think it was generators, a water, it was water treatment that the My Patriot guys did. They're the number one company in the space, mypatriotsupply.com. Once again, go to their website, immerse yourself in the information that they provide. This is uh, for turbulent times. They've got tons of specials all the time there, mypatriotsupply.com, and they've got consultants, advisors, so don't think, wow, I'm not a prepper. Why did I go there? Just make sure you get ahead of the curve. Also, obviously, Philip Patrick is going to join us at from Birch Gold. We know you guys love uh, Philip. He's going to be there uh, being one of the, uh, the the live interviews we do. We're going to have tons of sponsors, tons of the politicians, a lot of the VP candidates. It's going to be jammed. Uh, Natalie's going to be there as my co-host, as she always is during CPAC. So we're going to be juggling uh, juggling balls like crazy, but want to make sure everybody knows flexibility is the key. Go to uh, birchgold.com. You still got to get, I'm going to ask for a show of hands on the uh, end of the dollar empire. 
who's been naughty, who's been nice, who's read it. Check it out today, birchgold.com slash banner. Tax Network USA is pure war room for solving your IRS tax problems. If you owe back taxes, COVID was your lucky break. Tax court shut down, the IRS paused, and you skated. Well, baby, that party is over. The IRS is adding 20,000 enforcement agents, basically tax cops. Honest, hardworking Americans like you are in the crosshairs. Rich people have tax lawyers, and you don't. You'll pay up, plus interest and penalties. TaxUSA Network has brilliant war room-type strategies designed to solve your IRS problem quickly in your favor. Never call the IRS yourself. You're at their mercy. You could sit on hold for six to eight hours and get hung up on, grind you for all your back taxes, plus interest and penalties. Tax Network USA attorneys have a preferred direct line to the IRS. They know which agents to talk to and who to avoid. If they get difficult agent, hey, they just call a different agent. Tax Network USA learned of a limited time special IRS offer. The IRS is willing to waive $1 billion in penalties if you qualify. Find out if you qualify before it's too late. Schedule your free confidential consultation with Tax Network USA. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bass. They resolved over $1 billion in tax okay. debts. In fact, we got to get some bags. Think about that. They've though. resolved over $1 billion Warpath in coffee tax debts. CPAC, Warpath. They offer a best-in-class client coffee. satisfaction Warpath. guarantee. Coffee. Now Roman, call get your 1-800. Two four five baby, 6, but they got the mild roast. That's they got the one eight hundred. They got all of it. The feedback is and visit absolutely enormous. Tax Network Fantastic. USA. That's tnusa.com. Guys worked with us for tnusa.com to perfect the Make sure you take all the other blends on this amazing. This IRS grind is only going to get breakfast blends. Incredible. Warpath.coffee slash warroom. Also, uh, Joe Allen's going to be with us this afternoon. One of the things we're going to talk about is the merger of cyber and artificial intelligence. Of course, and I think he did it last night with Natalie, about uh, Elon Musk and the chips. Elon came out overnight and said, hey, he could actually extend life, now longevity. And I've said from the beginning, these billionaires are all in it because they want to they uh, live, they want eternal life now, not being a terribly spiritual or really big believers in the Judeo-Christian underpinnings of our civilization. And Elon said, hey, those are probably guys I don't want living forever, so I'm not really focused on that. I'm focused on chips and chipping your brain. Interesting take. Joe Allen's going to be with us. One of the things Joe Allen's going to tell you, the merger of artificial intelligence. Now that they're raising $7 trillion in capital, and as we told you last year at uh, Davos when they put ChatGPT as soon as artificial intelligence, the capital markets, the venture capitalists get involved in this more than they had, and they hadn't really up to that time, uh, it may be too late for the Luddites. Of course, today's earnings, NVIDIA is going to be, uh, NVIDIA is going to be, uh, NVIDIA, excuse me, NVIDIA is going to be out today with their earnings, Wall Street's on tenterhooks about what the chip maker for artificial intelligence is um, He's going to be there today. Joe Allen's going to explain it all to you this afternoon. Make sure you go to HomeTitleLock.com. Don't let them with the com- combination of artificial intelligence and cyber. They got a, they've got a toolbox with lots of tools. Don't let them use that toolbox on your title because once they do, you will live to regret it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today. 
Check it out. Immerse yourself over there. Call them up. Ask a bunch of questions. Free men and free women. This is one you ought to check out, though, HomeTitleLock.com. Mike Lindell, you're also one of the speakers at CPAC, and you're going to be in and out of the uh, of the studio, the Real America's Voice building, this incredible studio right there when you come into CPAC. We'll be doing War Room there uh, for four hours a day. You'll be joining us in and out. But people want deals, Mike. They don't want happy talk. They want deals. Tell me about it, and they love it. My phone blows up all day long. I can't. I I can't believe what. So give me. You built a company on deals. Give me a deal. Well, we've got a new deal for the War Room Posse this morning. We uh, our famous Giza Dream Sheets. This is where it all started. First, I invented the pillow, then I created the world's best sheets. A long staple cotton, a satin sheet, and we reverse engineered it. These uh, Giza Dream Sheets. Well, you got the. I guess you got the uh, uh, topper up, but there it's the Giza Dream Sheets right there. These are these came out. They were one thirty nine ninety six. Anyone that's followed us, this is the lowest price in history. Fifty nine ninety eight for the queen size. We're doing it this week for the war room. Sixty nine ninety eight for the king size. These are the best sheets you will ever sleep on. And I will say this, Steve, our real president has these sheets. I was just down there. Uh, last week, he actually brought them up again. He loves these sheets. These are the best sheets, you guys. You want to get great sleep, you use these Giza Dream Sheets, and they will enhance your sleep. Um, so we got the, and we got, if you're using that promo code War Room, uh, this is a special for this week for the War Room. But all the other stuff on the website, we have the blankets. There we have the slippers we put on sale for the War Room Posse. All the slippers are in. You save 60% this week. Every size is in now, the wide sizes, small sizes, large size. Everything you've been waiting for, they just came in. They're all there for the war room. This is another thing we did this, Guy. Uh, we put up our Giza Elegance My Pillows. We're busy making them at the factory. Lowest price in history for these new pillows, $24.77 and $29.77 for the king. They come in four different loft levels. These are custom fit for you. You know, you can wash and dry them, but the best thing is the patented adjustable fill gives you the best sleep ever. Then you've got the down comforters, the blankets, and there's the My Store. You guys can get on the website here, click over to My Store, and all the entrepreneurs, thousands and thousands of U.S. entrepreneurs are up on. It's like a mini Amazon, everybody. Use that promo code WARROOM. You get all their discounts, and you're going to help them out this week. They all need your help. They all need your support. They're getting attacked every day. My call center reps, they get attacked. We've gotten attacked in the media. Why? Because we're fighting for you for to secure our election platform. So you can call 800-873-1062. Fill up all the operators right now. Fill them all up. And uh, I'll tell you, they say, well, Mike, why are they still attacking you? Steve, we got breaking news. Um, my team in South Dakota, right now, everybody, you're going to hear a lot about South Dakota this week in CPAC. They are doing a big drive to get rid of all the machines go to paper ballots, hand counting. We already have seven counties on board. We're going to get all 66 of them within the month. Wow. Maybe then we can get some good U.S. senators there. We start hand counting paper ballots on game day. Maybe that's the way it's <laughs> to turn around. Mike Lindell. Mike Lindell, thank you. We'll see you at CPAC. You keep fighting. 800-873-1062. Always use the promo code War Room. Mike, thank you for the deals for the posse. Appreciate it. Um, so they leaked. I just want to make sure we, we, um, 
go back to the beginning. Uh, obviously, the Christian nationalism hit. That we told you that is going to come. We've told you this for months, and now they're revved up because this is the primal scream. They understand the Biden, the whole Biden regime thing's collapsing around them, right? They can't prop him up anymore. That's every all the policies are disastrous. Um, but uh, and we don't know if they're going to. You know, we had Joel Gilbert on the other day. If they're going to sw- switch anybody out, is not as easy as they would uh, they would lead you to believe. So it's going to be um, it's going to be quite interesting. President Trump's coming back to CPAC. By the way, he's going to the NRB National Religious Broadcasters on Thursday. That would be tomorrow. CPAC on Saturday. Then back to South Carolina uh, for a uh, uh, for a victory uh, celebration on uh, taking out uh, Nikki Haley. But she said she's still raising money. She's not going to quit. This is one of the problems with the RNC and what they allowed to have happen here because all the Biden as incompetent as their their regime is, as poorly as their campaign is being run, they've got tons of money and they're applying it. Um, and so we're going to get to all that. Also, this uh, the CR, March 1st, it'll happen if we put our shoulder to the wheel, either shut down the border or shut down the government. That's what it is. You've got to force the regime to the table, just like we did on Ukraine. Short commercial break, back the warm in a moment. I'm heading over to CPAC. I'll see you there. For War Room veterans, you know we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in extreme short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit JaceMedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, JaceMedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, Medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code WARROOM at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. WARROOM HEALTH, all one word, WARROOMHEALTH.COM. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there. Do it today. Check it out. 